we go. There you are, and there here we are. My name is Reed McCollum, and I'm your essentially dynamic, good-looking host for a uh, for a podcast where we talk about how to look at business and lifestyle matters, and that is done by my guru and mentor and teacher, Derek Hudson. Derek, are you there? I am here, Reed, and I'm excited to be here. And yes, when you say, are you there? It's because we're over Zoom yet again. But uh, hope to have a great conversation yet today. Again. Super excited about it. I think we shall. Derek, what I'd like to discuss today is we've had some response from uh, from people uh, in business. We've had response from people who, in other aspects. We've had response from all of your adult children. Uh, we've we've heard a lot of perspective from people, and uh, one of the things that struck me is uh, we've had some response from a high school teacher who is listening to our podcast. I hope he still is, and uh, I really want to apply essential dynamics to a specific environment. And so let's today pretend we're in high school and what you would say to uh, 17, 18-year-olds about to graduate uh, and going out into the world. But what they're ending is their high school education. Uh, Possibly it's been a very difficult year for them because we're still in uh, COVID conditions and uh, hope to see the end of that soon. But we don't know really when that will be or when the vaccines will finally reach us. Uh, Derek, what would your advice be if you were speaking to the class of 2021? <laughs> well, thanks, Reed. Um, I guess there's they're going to have some kind of ceremony, and they're not going to invite me. Uh, <laughs> so I'm gonna I'm gonna take it from a uh, lecture to the class to uh, what I'm more familiar with, which is just kind of a one-on-one coaching session. I think that's applicable. Go ahead. And so just to to fill in a little background, I've been a a scout leader and a leader of youth and a leader of leaders of youth for many years. One of my current responsibilities involves me spending a lot of time talking with young people about their career plans. And I really try to take a coaching kind of approach where I ask them to think through what their plans are and kind of put things in front of them to consider in the form of questions uh, and try not to give them a lot of advice. But then I also appreciate that there's a 40 plus uh, year experience difference. And from time to time, I might be able to save them a little bit of time if I put some other stuff out there. So I I have this balance between, you know, coaching and uh, facilitating on the one hand, their own thought process, which is really important. And then a little bit of tidbits. And so maybe I'll combine them a little bit today if we think about essential dynamics being a way of looking at things. It doesn't tell you the answers. Okay. I I completely appreciate that. Uh, go ahead. But it does but it does ask the questions. Of course. That's what so, we need. So if we think about uh, essential dynamics is this using the concept of a quest um, and where there's some you know, righteous or, uh, or, or, you know, overwhelming purpose that, that, uh, that drives the quest, some need. Um, then the other elements are, uh, 
just people and a path. People doing the journey to accomplish okay. the thing that's required of the quest. And so for uh, I, an 18-year-old high school graduate, like, you know, we start by talking about, just like you say at the end of every episode, you know, what's, what's your quest? Consider your quest. Derek, do you find in your experience as a coach and as a, a teacher of sorts, uh, do you find your audience aware of their quest or aware of their, uh, their path? Do they always know what they want to do? Do they always uh, have a plan in mind? It, it seems that a high school student about to graduate would have an acute sense of uh, impending change. <laughs> yeah, impending is a good word. I thought you were going to say doom. <laughs> um, which which i which i recently read was doom meant what's going to happen it wasn't always a bad connotation you know oh. to pr pronounce someone's doom is to say what's going to happen to foretell the future and not that it was always a bad thing so i don't know how that got negative but anyway um read here's here's a couple observations the first one is if you talk to a high school kid who's in grade 11 or younger and say, what do you want to be when you grow up? They have, they, a lot of them have it all figured out. The same quit, the same kid in grade 12, deer in the headlights, <laughs> right? It's one thing to have a plan that you don't have to execute on. Oh, I'm going to be a doctor. I'm going to be an anthropologist. And then all of a sudden, when you got to make a decision and commit to something, then they all, they all freeze up. And so, no, I don't find that many 18 year olds um, have an idea of what they want to be when they grow up or even really clear on a plan. But I would also say um, that most of them don't see their lives as, as epic as what we're talking about with the quest. Sure. It's yeah, I understand. And, and, but it is like, you think about it and you think about, you know, the potential of an 18 year old and all the stuff they have in front of them. And the fact that really all they've been doing their whole lives is preparing for that. The time when they have, you know, control over their own decisions and own schedule. It's pretty epic. And so if you can yes, get them. it's daunting and big, which is why graduations are always followed by a party. They're celebratory. Sure. Because they accomplished, you know, an awesome thing. Although, you know, you accomplished a bunch of stuff and then all it sets you up to do is to accomplish more. There's more that's going to be absolutely. Absolutely. That's right. Yeah. So if I was talking to an 18 year old, you know, I might not say, uh, you know, what's, what's your quest in life? What were you, what were you put on this earth to do? I don't think I would ask it in those terms. Um, but you know, we'd, we'd go there a little bit and we'd say, what, like, what do you think that you're really interested in or that you're, particularly good at or what do you do that really where you really find you know where do you get energy from um and you know i don't know if i'd ever even lay it all out but just kind of get them on that direction of motion forward to accomplish something and if they say well i really like learning i really like helping people you know i'm super interested in you know sort of high energy, adrenaline, rush, thrill seeking experiences, whatever it is, then, you know, we're going to build on that. Um, I think the other thing that 
that is kind of cool though about essential dynamics is um you could introduce to a young person the idea that they could have two purposes yes that's frequently foreign i before you approached me with this theory and this this way of looking at things uh purpose x and purpose y were completely new to me so for example if i think about how i approached my university years i would say that uh, purpose x was to get an education so that i could have a career uh, and purpose y was to have just a ton of fun with <laughs> you know with with really interesting people to enjoy my sort of new independence and just have a lot of different experiences and you know that wasn't i don't think i wrote that down but i certainly did it uh-huh and it was as important to my well it's probably more important to my development than actually you know grinding through the university courses that's something we make jokes about a lot is the social aspect of a of university training but uh or but that's true of any any person it doesn't even have to go on to university uh there are is a lot of uh you know that we call it sowing your wild oats but it's but it's also very important to find who your people are yeah and find out who you are right well absolutely so, absolutely yeah. now i always knew that i wanted to dance for a living and i uh at at graduation of course i wanted to become which which is what i have done has become a choreographer for beyonce so uh I'm I'm very happy that I've been able to do that. Now I can talk about it with you know some authority, uh, and yet I don't find young people respecting me when I bring that up. Okay, Reed, you're you're not stretching it enough because I happen to know that you have <laughs> been paid money to dance in front of an audience, and I know that I haven't. <laughs> <laughs> yes, well, that may be true. <laughs> Uh, well, I thought the Beyonce reference would would be the clue, but uh, I so, didn't. Okay. Uh, so I, let me let me let me carry on if I can, unless you got a zinger for me. No, I don't. I'm not going to mention it on the air. We'll okay. Just, <laughs> if people okay. want to know, they can come to your website. Where is that, by the way? Uh, DerekHudson.ca. Very good. Thanks. Thank you. So so we talked about the the purpose side. Um. And so next, the way I think about it is the path. Like, how are we going to get there? And the path in an organization is the processes and systems that you set up so that your you know, people can work together to accomplish something worthwhile. For a person, for an 18-year-old, um, I think one of the key things is to think, like, what's my system? Like, like, what is my, what's my thing that I do? How do I get stuff done? What's my personal operating system? Um, and like, for example, I had one in university that I didn't ever, you know, sort of proactively develop. But as I look back on it, it's still something that I have. Like, I take notes. Mm -hmm. Have you After, always done that? Uh, yes. Yeah, I take notes. I take them in outline form because Mrs. Chapman taught me to, how to do that in grade eight. <laughs> um, and I hated it, but um, yeah, and I review notes that I've taken and write even more summarized notes. And that's how I learn. And I learn by writing stuff and talking about it and not so much by just sort of passively reading it. So, you know, develop your operating system, figure out if you're better in the morning or the evening, figure out how to fit in important stuff you don't like to do 
with less important stuff that you do like to do. When did you figure that out, Derek? Oh, I'm still working on that one, Reed. No, I, I'm just, <laughs> I'm full of, I'm full of both inquisitiveness and admiration because I think you figured out a lot of that early because uh, you organized your life differently than I did. Okay, well, I got to talk about my son. I've talking about most of my kids um, one time or another, but not my son as much for some reason. But uh, this is the kid that um, had an office after his sisters moved out. We had enough space, so he had his own office. And uh, on the tiny office that I used to have in the basement, and he had a whiteboard. And this kid in grade twelve had all his assignments mapped out, and like I was never like that, but you know. So he's he's now you know. No, but I can understand being being a child of of you and your wife, both of whom I admire very much for their organization. I think uh, I think your son probably came by it honestly. Yeah. So if you take Derek plus discipline, which is what you you know. His Tanner got from yeah. his mom. Yeah. Anyway, he had a system. <laughs> he, he took the system into university. Um, you know, athletes get a system. People, yeah. you know, I mean, that's why some of the, some of these experiences these kids have outside of school, sports, music, drama, all that kind of stuff. Like you, you develop a bit of a system. How do you um, psych up for a stressful event? Um, how do you decompress afterwards? How do you stay late and do the reps? that the other people aren't doing. Um, so that's something that, you know, uh, you don't know what you want to be when you grow up, um, but you're starting to build your system. You're, you know, you're going to do fine. You're going to get there. The other thing I'd say about that path side is, you know, we talk about drivers and constraints. Yes. And so for a kid come out of university, kind of high school and heading into the future, you know, they can say, what, what drives me? You know, is it time with my friends? Is it physical activity? Is it intellectual challenge? Um, you're going to be forced to do some stuff that's not in that category. But how do you tap into the energy? Where do you get your energy from? So maybe it's someone who physical activity is the thing. And they find the only way they're going to be able to get through their classes and, and the assignments and stuff that they have in post-secondary is they got to get out and run in the morning. Or they got to play on a sports team. Mm-hmm. Um, just, just to have that outlet so that they can, you know, have energy left for, for stuff that's important that doesn't, uh, doesn't, doesn't rev their engines as much. Um, and then on the constraint side, just say what, you know, what's holding me back? Am I burning too much time watching uh, TV or, you know, on Facebook or whatever? And then say, now, how do I actively control that um, and take charge of that? That's of course, you know, adolescence is a time when you, you dabble in that, and adulthood is maybe hopefully when when you get a handle on it. You know, a lot of us are still working on those. those That's things. true, Derek. If I'm an 18 year old child, and consider me such because I am, I'm not far away from 18. Uh, if I, I, when I was 18, what I remember is all I saw was constraints. I didn't know what drove me. Because I uh, never really thought about it. I, I thought that would just fall into place, how I spent my time and things. But uh, constraints, all I saw were obstacles. And fortunately, I was around people who helped me um, oh, leap them to some degree. Uh, but in my business, if after school, after I knew I wanted a, I wanted a university degree for personal partly uh, 
I wanted the education, but I also wanted to meet the people who also felt about the arts as I did. And uh, so I went from journalism to arts and pretty quickly uh, figured out that I, I had a choice. I was either in my business, it was either go to Los Angeles or go to New York. And it certainly wasn't stay in Canada uh, at that time. And, uh, and so that was, that was, it was binary. That was my choice, Los Angeles or New York. And I'd figure it out when I got there. I did not have a plan. So I don't, I don't know how, you know, you have a plan at 18. I mean, you can have a plan. In fact, it's good to have a plan at 18. It's just that that's not what, what's going to happen. Yeah. No, yeah. no plan survives, uh, first, no battle plan survives first contact with the enemy. Um, so, that's so that's good. why I'm, that's why I'm talking about kind of like, if you have your own kind of system and then pay attention to the things that are holding you back and the things that you can tap in to move forward, um, then you can kind of be where you need to be for the next step. So for Reed, for you, I know that one of the things that you did is you kind of, you had to follow your driver, right? And I mean, it wasn't going to do it to, to study how to write in a right. journalistic way. You had to be creative and you had to be with people. Yeah. yeah. Like you, you knew you had to do that. Yes, I guess I always did. Uh, and frankly, my, diversion into journalism was only was really a a, a very weak <laughs> bow to what because i was told i couldn't possibly make a living if i got a theater degree and uh and i got that theater degree anyway and found out that everybody was absolutely right but uh i'm uh i'm still 18 derek and i'm what are you saying to me i don't know if I can stay uh, in, I don't have a plan. How are you going to organize my thoughts? So, so um, you know, we're asking about the purpose. Uh, and you're making some notes about, I like doing this. I think it would be important to accomplish that. You know, and maybe that's a bit, bit cloudy, but there's something there. You're talking about how you, how you manage yourself that there's things that, that can, uh, you can tap into to move forward. And there's some things that might get in the way and you can make choices on that. Um, the last thing I'm just going to talk about to complete the essential dynamics model is the people side. And this idea that um, there's the individual and the group. And so 18 years old, you're starting to figure out who you are as an individual. Um, and a lot of that has been in the context of the various groups that you put in, whether it's a classroom or a sports team or right, of course, the, the drama club or whatever. But one of the things that just almost paralyzes 18 year olds stepping out of high school is they can't just go with the group. Yeah. There's not the group disbands. The group goes a bunch of different ways. And, and so they just start to need to be their, you know, their own person. They may, they may decide they want to just live um, under their parents. I don't mean like living at home, but I mean their parents can pick their education for them and they're just going to ride it for another bunch of years. But that's, People this is the that. time. Absolutely. This is the time when it are like the opportunity starts to present itself. And, uh, and you can decide kind of what person you want to be. So the, the purpose, absolutely. absolutely. The purpose, 
you know, kind of defines that. But then the other thing that you find out is once you move down the path, uh, just like in these epic stories we've been talking about, the person changes. Uh, and so the key coming out of 18, yes, you know, coming change. out of high school is just move, move forward. Don't stop. And uh, things will, things will settle into place. That's, yeah. you know, and, and so if I had, if so I had one are forced. Yeah. So, so you just have different experiences. Change. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I get that. So if I had one sort of piece of advice to give uh, the class of 2021, it would be, you got this. And then the second thing I would say, and this is something we said in one of our previous episodes is you got this, but it's not about you. Yeah. So that, that purpose has to be about accomplishing something that means something to other people. Um, but yeah, you've got, you know, every 18 year old I've ever met has got way more to offer than they fully appreciate. Oh, I, so, I agree. I think that's totally true. And it's so easy for us as adults to see, but it's so difficult to see when you're that 18-year-old person. I so appreciate that. I also think of Bryn Griffiths, our, our amazing engineer, uh, who whose father was, of course, the great game show host, Monty Hall, from uh, uh, Let's Make a Deal. And Bryn just, of course, wanted to follow in his footsteps, and so he became an engineer for sound. I think that's... Uh, I think that's an obvious uh, stepping into your parents' uh, ambitions, but uh, uh, now you're just anyway. confusing. Now you're just confusing everybody. Right? I'm confusing everybody. So my <laughs> my advice to the 18 year old is: pick one and start running through it. Yeah, good. I love that. I love that. That's a great place for us to conclude today, Derek. That's a great place. Pick a door and run through it. All right, uh, for Bryn Griffiths, our engineer, and for Derek Hudson, our guru, I'm your handsome host, Reed McCollum, saying consider your quest. Mm-hmm.